Hello there. I'm joined today by Stuart Mitchell of SW Mitchell Capital. It's a fascinating time to be talking to Stuart because, of course, he is the manager of uh, two of our European funds, the Greater European Fund, uh, which he manages alongside Burgundy, uh, and also the Continental European Fund. Stuart, hello to you. Hello. The first thing I'd like to ask you, Stuart, clearly post uh, the vote um, from the UK to, to, to leave the European Union, uh, how were you thinking in your business about prepare, uh, preparing for the contingency of, of this result? Well, we didn't um, expect um, an outvote. And, but of course, we, um, when we're analysing and thinking about the portfolio, we factored in the possibility. And, um, and as you know, the majority of the portfolio is built up of great, super quality uh, international companies who are located based in Europe and as far as things look at the moment they should be barely affected by the outcome. As you know that we have a small portion of the portfolio which is, which is um, devoted to more domestically orientated companies about 14% in the Great European Progressive obviously none in the um, Continental Fund and um, in particular Lloyds Bank and we have a couple of UK house builders. Uh, we think short term uh, their business could be affected but we still think long term they're very strong cases. Uh, and I think people might be quite surprised to hear you say uh, that you're still feeling so positive about, uh, uh, about the longer-term opportunities. Um, is it possible to see the, the, the full implications of, of this vote at this stage? It's a great question. It's very, very difficult. Um, I think one of the things, though, we perhaps underestimate is, um, is the boost the economy will receive from the weakness in, uh, the weakness in sterling. I mean, our kind of guesses at the moment is the economy could slide to round about flat or a small growth at the beginning of next year. But, but again, looking at our, um, our, our you know, UK domestic exposure, I mean, our largest position is, um, is Lloyds Bank. And as you know, Lloyds Bank is one of the best capitalised banks in the world. Clearly, the business could come under pressure, slower loan growth, a little bit of a rise in NPLs. But again, it's, it's still, we think, a, a very, very fine investment and diverse, deserves to be more highly rated. Uh, and, and obviously there may be changes in the way that UK companies trade with Europe and indeed with the rest of the world. Um, how can you plan and how can you analyse companies in this um, fast-changing environment? I mean, we've been um, uh, spending, like many others, um, time listening to all the various comments coming from politicians and coming from the Commission. And, uh, and our, I suppose, more optimistic interpretation of what we heard is that um, at the end of the day, it's in no one's interest to put up trade barriers. And um, Europe and the UK will try to do their best to keep things as close and as similar to what we've got now. I think the one possibility is we get um, something nearer to EEA minus. And, uh, Sorry, can you explain what EEA minus means? European Economic Area, it's the kind of scheme we have in place for countries like Norway and Switzerland. And uh, EEA plus means you have um, full access to the market, but in return for that, you have to allow complete movement of, of labour. And uh, EEA minus though is something more along the lines of there'll be some restrictions but in return we'll have greater control of our borders and perhaps that's where a new government might try to move towards. And, and do you think companies in Germany, in France, in Italy would, would, uh, would accept that? They, would, they be, uh, would, would they be asking their governments to, to, uh, to create a harsher deal with Britain? That's not the response we've had um, from uh, the companies we've spoken to since the crisis. I spent the whole day in Paris yesterday visiting companies and they're much more of the view as we want to try and keep things as much as they can and not erect trade barriers. Because so what you're saying is that, that French companies want normalised relationships with, 
uh, with Britain. They don't want adversarial relationships. Very, very much so. But, but that could be quite surprising that, that you would have thought that a French or a German company would be wanting to protect itself rather than, say, um, uh, allow trade negotiations and, and, and trading agreements to continue as was. I think that may be true for some smaller companies, weaker companies, but of course for the larger multinationals, whether it's Essilor or Volkswagen, the UK is an important market and they want to be able to sell into the UK. Okay, let's go on and talk about some of the European financials in the fund. Obviously, post the announcement of the result, they've been hardest hit. They're some of the shares that have been hardest hit. Yeah. Firstly, could I ask you, uh, what's your current positioning in those shares? So, so in the um, SJP Continental European Fund, we're about 10% weighted, which is roughly in line with the market, maybe a little bit ahead of the market. And in the, in the UK fund, we're about 15% weighted, which is a little bit over the market. But again, the positions, the banks we're invested in are the highest quality banks in Europe. And um, I think not many would argue that Intesa San Paolo and Lloyd's are two of the finest banks in the world, well capitalized and uh, you know, with great business plans and all sorts of opportunities to grow the business in the future. So, so what, what do you think caused these sharp share price reactions um, on Friday uh, uh, immediately after the vote? Well, it's, it's a number of things. The first, I think, is, uh, is the whole question of um, a slowdown in the economy, and clearly a slowdown in the economy it's not the best environment for banks. So we might expect some slowdown in loan growth. We might expect non-performing loans to begin to rise a bit. You know, deflation is always a difficult context for banks to operate. The other angle, of course, is around um, uh, risk premium. And in particular, curiously enough, the Spanish banks weren't so harshly affected after the election result. But the Italian banks have come under a lot of pressure because of the risk premium around Italy. Because uh, there's a possibility that um, uh, if you know, Renzi's uh, uh, referendum doesn't go the way he wishes, that there be, could be pressure, more pressure on the Italian banking system. This is obviously a fascinating story and it's changing uh, almost on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. But finally, Stuart, I'd just like to ask you, um, what is your message for um, investors in your funds over the longer term? Why is Europe still a good place to invest? I mean, it, it's clearly at the moment, it's everyone's very anxious and there's a political chaos in the United Kingdom. But, but at the end of the day, um, you know, I've lived through so many shocks. I've done this job for 30 years. I've seen the Kuwait. I've seen the second uh, Gulf War, uh, the dot-com crash, um, all sorts of 2007, of course, great financial crisis. And um, the, the thing which gives me confidence, you know, despite everything that's happening at the moment, is we have fabulous technology in Europe. And we have a number of wonderful companies. And if I look through the list of names, uh, leading names within your portfolio, whether it's Estilor, SAP, Amadeus, Legrand, Astrabloy, these are fabulous international businesses. So in the longer term, you still retain your confidence? We, we do, and uh, world you know, economic GDP growth is still continuing at roughly the same kind of rate. Whether that'll be affected by what's happening in the UK is not entirely obvious to us. And, and of course, if the past is anything to go by, chaos creates, can create great, op great opportunities. Stuart, I'm afraid that's all we've got time for. Thank you so much for your time today. Thank you. Any views and opinions expressed are solely those of the individuals and are subject to change. Where individual securities are mentioned, they do not necessarily represent a specific portfolio holding and do not constitute a recommendation to purchase or sell. Please be aware that past performance is not indicative of future performance. 
the value of an investment may fall as well as rise and you may get back less than you invested. Returns on equities cannot be guaranteed. Equities do not provide the security of capital characteristic of a deposit with a bank or building society.